But uh, so let's just go through it. We have the Why horns. Don't you wear some color? <laughs> the exact opposite vibe. <laughs> oh, why don't you wear some color? I can't say. Take out well, Moses's voice, so and I just some to. really annoying <laughs> guy just comes in with a top hat. Why don't you wear some color? And bring out your eyes. <laughs> Welcome to No Small Thing, the podcast dedicated to helping you live a less certain and more curious life. I'm Scott, and we're currently deep diving <laughs> gray by Moses Sumney. I made that. That's a second try. Again? No, let's just go for it. Um, welcome to enough. episode 181. Um, here we are. We are in the house. In the house. We're back in my house, which we normally record in my house, but the past few weeks I've been dog cat sitting. Yeah. So this we've is been nice. we've been on a little traveling circuit. Have we ever done a Moses episode here? It's kind of an odd no, thing to think about. We have. We definitely have. We I definitely did the one. first episode. Oh, okay. Okay. So, well, here we are. Nobody cares about that. Welcome everybody. <laughs> we are now in our, I don't know, fifth or sixth. Um, deep dive of the album Gray by Moses Sumney. Welcome if you're new. Welcome if you're, if you're old. Exactly. Welcome if you're young. Exactly. If you're a No Small Thing listener or you're just here for this gray journey, this gray-tober? No. Nope. Oh. <laughs> I don't even know how to do puns. That wasn't a pun. That was just a... <laughs> that was a nonsense. That was, that was bad. <laughs> um, tonight, Great today, cool. whatever time you're listening to this, we will be unpacking the next two songs on this album, Color. Color? Spelled with a U, like we're in England or lots of other places. And also, also, and, and, and. Also, 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 and, and, and. How many also's? How many It's ands? three also's, three okay. ands. Get it right. Um, I'm really excited to do this because also, 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 and, and, and is, I think my favorite song Bless me and neither nor are Clip. like whoom, track whom, right there. It's yeah. like it's like also also in and bless me neither nor. There it's like <laughs> really close color? together. Where, where's color fit in? Uh, Don't leave color out. Color is like <laughs> we're about to discuss it, and you're like trashing on color. <laughs> no, I'm not trashing on it. every song on this album. I love, but like it's color isn't a song that I'm like. Do you this love is the song? Gagarin. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could see to I, that reaction. I, <laughs> I, I like it. I like, I, I like the song. I don't know if I would go with love. Okay. Cause maybe, but what is, what is love? I, we, I think we both appreciate it. And I will tell you every time I listen to it, it grows on me. No truth. And I listened to the whole album all the way through today. Ooh, beautiful. Cause I took a trip to Bellevue and I was thinking once it got to Gagarin, I was like, oh, I'm vibing with this. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. in the past, I'm like, oh, Gagarin, dang it. Okay. Ooh, you, know? you were like, I, it's now every time since we do a deep dive, I listened to a song and we did a deep dive. It has all the more meaning. Totally. Like I was watching Black Alicia with some friends recently and I was listening to uh, Viral and I was just like, do you guys know all that's happening with these words and this song and all these things? I just felt it. I felt the weight of knowing and having thought through the words and then yeah. watching them again. I was like, Whoa, yeah. this is so good. Do you know what the marble arch is? 
<laughs> no, you exactly. Know what he's saying. Do you know even what words he's saying? Because I do. I do. I know. I knew. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man yeah no, so I, li- yeah. I really like color i mean color is a f- is a fun good song but like this album has 20 songs on it yeah it probably doesn't make my top 10 wow 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 we're I'm coming like into pretty some much good every ones. what we're coming into some good no ones. we are coming into some good ones we're coming <laughs> into the next the rest, the, the rest are great. I mean, they're all really great, but like next week is the ultimate struggle because it's also two of my favorite songs <laughs> and we have to pick a song each. And I think I've chosen that I want to do neither nor, but it means not doing Polly and I'm sad right, about right, that. Right, right, right. Yeah. Like it's like, I think you've oh. mostly been a little sad over the ones you haven't been able to do yet. It's you choose and then you're a little sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I wish I it could just it be all. me talking about all episodes <laughs> and songs. I'm the center of this podcast. <laughs> I'm just kidding everyone okay so welcome um left on a cliffhanger last week not really actually but did we no we didn't (laughs) jill jack is not cliffhanger but um okay so now we're at color we're at color and we left just tracking and connecting the dots from last week we left with gagarin and then we ended with jill jack yes and uh i don't know i don't know where do you feel like we are in the album right now a great question a great question i feel like well, I, um, I'll i make this statement now, and I was maybe saving it for when I talked about my song, but mm. I think also, also, and, and, and is, in my opinion, like the thesis statement of the album. Okay, we're getting to the thesis statement. So I feel like what we've done is we began with Insula. Welcome. Boom, it's boom, almost like, boom, you know, boom, when you boom, were learning boom. how to write a opening paragraph you're supposed to do some kind of fluff or something Mm -hmm. that's kind of that we've got that it's introducing this theme of isolation here we go into the gray oh i've never heard somebody call talk about it as fluff oh that was always what was i don't know if you were taught how to write um uh, i like like that sentence without the next part i don't know if you were taught how to write (laughs) (laughs) if you were taught to write essays i was taught to write essays using a color schema no that, that sounds was like wonderful it was like oh you have blue which is like fluff stuff and then there was Listen, we're about to talk about color this seems very pertinent um very interesting i'm trying to remember what they what all the colors were but it was like then you would have your green which was like the important sentence and then it was like yellow which was huh. the follow-up thoughts to it and then if you had like details or facts that was red so it would be like oh you need to write uh, like a paragraph has like green yellow yellow red red <sighs> think and about if you, that like start with some fluff then you add blue <sighs> think about that because in 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 light of this album and colors and and and, and then to think about like um formatting a, an essay Mm-hmm. I would have said probably even post grad school, I really believed in that. And I'm like, wait a second, wait a second, right. wait a second. Right. Think about Gray and this album. Like there really aren't rules. Those are the reference points, reference points. But geez, like you can write however you want. You don't have to have that opening thesis paragraph. No. You can write however you want. No, no, which is so interesting. I'm like, I'm. we'll just make this funny connection of like, I recently wrote a very big, large paper for school recently as in last spring and i referenced also also and 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 as my opening fluff i was like this is my blue fluff it's referencing this moses sumney song get in that mood now we're gonna because i wrote a paper on multiplicity but back to the album 
<laughs> <laughs> so we're arriving at the thesis statement. Well, in your I think opinion. so. So we had we. I feel like what we have is we begin with insula, and then we we have like some bangers of sorts that are like yeah, big we really and do. strong. Those are you know? the bangers of the album. Like Cut Me is a yeah. banger, Viral is a banger. And then we start to get to Conveyor, which like Conveyor in boxes, which starts to like deconstruct, break down. Yeah, I feel like the movements, M- Mace is making hand gestures. It's like unraveling. Almost, it is, so. it is unraveling. Yeah. It's like the things are coming. But then we have these songs that throughout are like, it, I, there is an interesting pattern of these like, songs that are the lowercase transitional songs. But we get into this interesting kind of back and forth coming up that's like a lot of slower songs. Yeah, yeah. Some more like reflective songs. And the album becomes more reflective, I feel like, as it goes along. It begins, and not that it's not reflective throughout the whole time, but it kind of begins big statements. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, here we are, Gagarin, I mean, I saw someone talk about it's like, okay, now we're taking off. We're lifting off from that song, lifting into kind of the the big points. And I think also, 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 and, 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 especially if you think about this album in terms of it being like two discs, which it's 12 tracks and then eight tracks. So that makes me upset because I, I, I would want, I, I, it would be, a, it would have been so fun to buy this CD box set and listen to it in my car and open up the case. Like, right. I really do freaking hate streaming. And we should, we should update people on that. Like Moses did post something on his Instagram this week. Oh, but basically like, I'm upset with the music industry. Don't expect any music from it me. It was such a sad, sad, like, discouraging And I totally get it. Like there's no, and I'm like, I'm like, can everybody please do what needs to be done to get Moses in a better headspace to create music? I know. I was music like, industry. I was like, um, excuse me. I do listen to yeah, your yeah. songs thoughtfully and yeah. not through TikTok. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm out there. Um, okay. Back Some to evil genius needs oh, to help go fair. Moses go viral on TikTok. I don't know if he would appreciate that. I don't but think, maybe I don't would. think, I think that's his exact point. Okay. I don't want my songs to be viral. I want them people to viral. enjoy them in, <laughs> <laughs> I want people to like sit with an album. He right, was like, right. People of don't course. do that anymore. Except here we are. Except us. Except we sit you, with albums. Are. We um, listen to the whole thing. So, okay. So we get to where we are in this is I think we've have Jill Jack. We have boxes, which is there's two lowercase songs, which I think all of the lowercase ones you could see as sometimes like contributing towards the thesis. I just think also, also, and, and, and is the most poignant. Nice. Of them Stuck all. the landing. Thank you. Um, and I feel like thinking about this album kind of originally it was released in two parts. And so we're coming up towards the end of the first part. So it's kind of like after also, also, and, and, and it's like rounding this corner. Mm-hmm. Like it feels like almost like uh, if you're, you're running a race, there's something you, it's like you're turning a corner here with that song. So mm-hmm. I, that's how I feel like we're at like this to me. And I'll just say sp- personally, as a listener, this song is what I was listening to. Are you to- talking about also, what? also, also, uh, and, and, and. I am, I You're am. Setting up I'm your so songs. sorry. Should this I stop? No, I'll stop. Great. But I'm just like <laughs> flowing with my thoughts, okay? Yeah. Just to this, clarify the listener. Well, you asked me where are we at in the album, and it was too big of a question. <laughs> oh, this is good. As, as a listener to this album, I essentially, someone was like, you would love this album. So I just started listening to it in the right. background. And it was, I was like, oh, I'm really enjoying this. 
but it was kind of one of those albums. I was like, I can tell I really like this, yeah. but I'm not like, it's not like, hasn't clicked in all the ways, but I know it will. This was the song where I was like, one day it just hit and it was like, everything clicked after that. It was like, Oh You're my talking gosh, about this song. Also, also I, am. I am. I also wouldn't it's call it a song. song. I want to call it like a uh, track or a Right, true. Track is probably a better yeah. word. But this track. But so I think that's where we are in the album. I think we're at the clicking point. Okay. And after we talk about color, we're getting to the clicking point. Yeah. Well, I think color's <laughs> like the lead up to it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I am finding myself having fresh interpretations. Oh, please. Now, please. when I say this is something I like, I, I have to get out of a, a shame cycle of thinking like I'm not Cole Kushner from dissect because I really feel like they go so hard on these albums. Having said that, you know, if you're dissecting something like my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, there is so much information out there. So right. props to Cole Kushner for all the work he and his team do. Also, there is no information about this album. There's nothing. There's, there's, there's no, some things, but it's not much. Well, There's nothing about color. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there is very little about Gagarin. That's how, yeah. Jill Jacket yeah. was like, nothing's nothing. being said. So maybe ten years from now, if somebody goes back and does, you know, this album for a podcast. There's going to be more information, and maybe they're going to use us as there'll a reference be, point. There'll be this podcast, like, oh, the No Small Thing podcast. They did a whole thing on this ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I say, I don't, I don't think we're approaching this with like unlocking Moses's true intention for every song, and no. and then also like. Uh, Dissect Podcast does filters the Yeezus album through the lens or the filter of the hero's journey. Oh, so I don't know if that was Kanye's intent, but they decided to do that. So every hmm. episode they say, here's where we are in the hero's journey and here's what's happening to this character Yeezus in the hero's journey. Fascinating. It's like interesting. So I'm not, that's a cool approach. I sense myself kind of wanting to do that. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, are we on a journey with Moses through this album? Where are we going? We're, we're islanded from the beginning. Here we go off into the gray. It's cut me. It's bloom. It's conveyor. It's virile. Like, is this a journey? It seems a little bit it like does, a journey. It does. So as I was listening to it again today, I was, I said, fresh reflections. And again, these aren't <laughs> fresh reflections. <laughs> these aren't, this isn't uh, meant to be, I have figured it out, but I was, I was thinking here are new thoughts that I don't feel like I've mentioned enough. And I was thinking, uh, virile in particular and cut me. And then all the imagery from a lot of the live things he's doing in the Blue Ridge mountains or Appalachia or, uh, where is he? He's, North where Carolina, is, North Carolina, but where, where, where is where is the place he is? Oh, we can't remember. We don't need to look it up. Um, Shame. Yeah, I'm thinking about creation stories oh. and like the Garden of Eden. Gosh, that might be true. That's a really emerging, interesting created. Thought. You know, yeah. uh, like animals, yeah, and virile. Well, and yeah, I mean, what's his, what's the word for uh, cosmology? Yeah, that's the like fancy word for essentially because there's just so many creation stories, right. you know, how are things created? That's actually a beautiful thing to think about of this being. And uh, I think about that first part, especially. Yeah. And so, he, but then here's another, and I don't know how this necessarily has to do with like creation, but I, Oh, I was also wanting to reference. I've heard him mention his name in many uh, interviews about being named Moses and mm-hmm, his mm-hmm. parents may be thinking he's going to be a prophet or something like that. Not and wrong. He obviously, right. And he obviously, um, is prophetic in a lot of ways. And he came from a Christian family. We know that. And, uh, I think of conveyor as sort of a calling Jesus prophet Moses in the wilderness. Like those are themes that we didn't really reference. 
True, um, true. So there's more biblical things that were coming up for me today as I was listening. Maybe I was just in that headspace. Yeah, yeah. But then I had another thought about Gagarin that sort of almost contradicts what you said, which I listened to the whole thing again, and there's another two minutes tacked on to the end. Yeah. And I even, my YouTube was even suggesting more Gagarin stuff for me this week. <laughs> and I was like, I might as well just click on this at night. I'm like, oh, here's some more stuff about Gagarin. But there really was a lot of stuff about coming back down to earth. Hmm. And that was sort of like a new, hmm. brand new, scary thing. Is he going to land? He did, but it was in a place where they didn't Gagarin, think a, like the actual yeah. astronaut. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, yeah sorry, yeah, yeah. everybody. Gagarin, Yuri Gagarin was the first astronaut in space. We probably, that's what this. So it's like, it's both the going and exploring, but it's also like, will you land safely? And it is. And, and to me, if you listen to Gagarin at the end with that lens, it's, there's a definite, there's a definite sound blasting off into space and it's like this euphoric big horns and space sounds. But the end to me sounds like coming back down to earth and crashing. Mm-hmm. So it almost sounds like this next part and I'll get into, uh, so I guess this is leading into yes. color. Yeah. We do Jack Jill and I don't quite know Jill Jack. I don't know quite how to fit that into what I'm saying here, but, um, I think it is an attempt to lift off into space. Hmm. You know, here I go and off into the gray, whatever you want to call it, lifting off, but then it's a, it's a coming back down to earth and a crash land. And now, and now you're at color, which is earthly. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, and I think a lot of these, the rest of this album is very earthly. It's all mm. very relational. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. like dealing with relationships and, and it's, it's like, interesting, I have this calling, I'm a conveyor, but I'm also here. Yeah. I, I, I shot off into the space and maybe that's like Moses's journey of going and living alone and creating and, but I still have relationships. I'm still human. I'm finding myself like relating a lot with my own, my own self and like my own feelings around going into space, but then needing to become grounded. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, whoa, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and I think Gagarin at the end just sounds all sorts of things. It sounds haunting and scary. And, and it sounds like that those images of that you see people coming, entering back into the atmosphere, like, you know, like yeah, interesting. really, hectic and crazy and sort of, I think that that's the tension this album is always working with of like, it's the both and it's like both the lifting off and the landing. Mm -hmm. It's, it's both are happening at the same time almost. Yes. And so I'll get into color and I have a lot of little, Great. Treats. (laughs) Ooh, you've got some (laughs) treats for us. (laughs) Things to look at and listen to that we'll add. But I'll start by saying the video. The video is another one of those grainy boxy ones. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how he chooses which is going to get the vibe that it does. So this one gets a grainy boxy vibe and or the VHS Mm -hmm. kind Mm -hmm. of vibe. And it starts with a big cross. So Mm -hmm. that's another thing. You know, I'm like, okay. Something is happening very intentional here. And he does use religious and cross imagery in a lot of the things. But yeah. and then he's in a graveyard, mm-hmm. walking around a graveyard. Which is also uh in bloom. Yeah. He's yep. in a graveyard. Yep. So it got me just thinking again of this idea of Jesus and creation story. And so then there's God creating Adam and Eve in a garden, and there's all these references when Jesus rises again from the dead of uh, Mary mistake or the women at the tomb mistaking Jesus for the gardener. Mm-hmm. And that's supposed to be a reference or allusion to God and creation in the original garden. And I, I feel like that right now it says, mm-hmm. you know, in Genesis it says God was walking in the cool of the day or 
I don't know exa- the exact phrases, but there, but it's like Moses is very casually walking through this graveyard throughout mm-hmm. the entire time. Mm-hmm. So all I'm thinking about is the sounds of the song mm-hmm. with the horns and the trumpets. And here's, here's what I'll do. Editing Scott. Like I have to direct myself tell and yourself. I have to tell the audience what's about to happen. This is just a, this is just a, a very spontaneous decision. Before I go on, I just want to play these horns. Yeah. So let's listen to the horns just so we can get in the vibe. Yes. And get in the yes. mood. Here I come this idea. the opening horns to color. <laughs> This might, I'm like, is this maybe a top 10 song? It's a, those, those horns are good. I forget vibes. how good this song is. So you hear those horns and the, and if you think about, there is the Jill Jack sort of interlude track, but here's, here's what I'm proposing. Please propose. Again, it's not a right interpretation. It's just how I'm choosing to view it today and I'm inviting everybody else to view it this way. So if it is sort of a crash landing after Gagarin, um, there, this is, I think a resurrection. And this to me also sounds like spring, which sounds like rebirth. Yes, yes. And I'm also thinking of Superman who crash lands on the planet Earth. Of course you after are. After Krypton. And he comes to Earth and here he comes out of his spaceship. You know, it's like a superhero crash lands. I'm thinking of Moses that interesting. way. I'm thinking of Jesus walking around the empty tomb. Mm-hmm. Moses walking around in this graveyard. I'm even thinking of like something as silly as... Um, the Avengers where everybody thinks they're gone and then they come back at the end and it's like this rebirth resurrection coming back. You think they're gone and they're not. Hmm. So even if somebody did think Moses left, you know, it's like, he's gone. But he's in space. Yeah. He's back. Um, and that's a really interesting, I like this. (laughs) I mean, I'm like, this is, a fun interpretation. Yeah. And I'm now I'm going to do something really silly. Okay. I, I realized in retrospect, I don't think it was actually that out of left field considering all of the collaborators on this album, but last week when I was playing to Pimp a Butterfly stuff, this is, this is take a peek in Scott inside Scott's brain and see what comes to mind. And I'll just for fun, show you this clip because this was the first thing that came to mind when I was listening to this and it's not even the sounds. It's just something about it. Something evoked this for me. And it's a, song from Bambi and like it's the when movie? It's, yeah it's when spring is coming back I've never seen Bambi yeah so I'll play you the song and I'll put it in the al- in the Perfect. album in the in the track but um, that's interesting I, I'm I excited just have the same feeling about it Thank you. 
ground when the sky is cloudy, you come along with a song right away. Come with your beautiful music, big, big, brown, little April shower, be a tune as you call. This is truly into your brain. Yeah, yeah, but it's like spring and coming back. Like in this story, it's it's this is sort of the the rain and spring is representing things coming back and flourishing. And yeah, yeah. Something just got me about that. That so is really interesting. That's not. Um, this is what Moses had any intention of. But like, <laughs> what if? What if he did? He, Scott got it. Whoa. I was thinking about Bambi. We have the same brain. That would um, be. That would be bonkers. Here's another, here is another little thing to set us up. So this was exploring around. And again, I guess I would say one of the best elements for research, not really even substantial research, but there's always a few little gems in the YouTube comments. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm literally so, looking at the YouTube comments right yeah. now. So thank you to YouTube. Now I found this person because everybody was like, FKJ, FKJ. And I was like, FKJ? Oh, I know. I know FKJ. Yeah. Uh, fruit kiwi juice or French, French kiwi, kiwi juice. juice. Dang it. And French kiwi juice uh, basically collaborated, maybe even produced these next two songs. Your song too. That's so interesting. Yeah. I was telling my brother, I was like, you got to listen to Moses, Sumney and Arca. Yeah. And he was like, you got to listen to French kiwi juice. So I've been listening to French kiwi juice. There you go. Like there it is. So I'll show you a few little clips just to show you Fruit kiwi juice. The You'll see the vibes. This is like, this is color vibes. And yeah. Not, yeah. I also, also, also invite, I'll just show you a few little clips. This is, so, something you did in partnership with Gosh, I, I had a French kiwi juice on your new playlist. Oh man, we're really <laughs> having all this synchronicity here. So that's a song he did for the Calm app, I think, which is just really cool. This is another little clip. I'm just going to insert these little clips in here for everybody to enjoy. And Mason and I will be enjoying these things here. We are enjoying this them. This is something he, he put on his YouTube called Embrace Boredom. I don't know if this was a quarantine thing. It was during quarantine. So early quarantine. This is like March 25th, 2020. So this must have been everybody's getting ambitious and doing fun things in quarantine. Now we're all like depressed and tired of quarantine but languish languish that's yeah, the word that's of the year good, that is it is uh so here's a cool fun vibe and he gets the horns in here too so you'll see
have the horns there. I wonder if these horns were double tracked and French Kiwi Juice did them all. That's interesting. FKJ. FKJ. I'll play this one other one because I thought it was so cool. This is actually from Spotify, but this was a really cool vibe. And this was, I was trying to listen to his top songs and I didn't love the top song, which is called Tadao, it looks like. But I loved this song called Vibin' Out. And I don't know who the female's voice is on here, but it's a cool song. And I know you'd like this one. So everybody, this is called Vibin' Out by FKJ. Because I made really him start a playlist, and that's the song I was putting on it for him. <laughs> <laughs> but that also that's means so I know you. You do, you do. Um, so <laughs> we're doing a lot of setup. I think we'll fly to these through these lyrics because we could deep dive a lot of these lyrics. But I don't know. I don't know if in this one it's completely necessary. We can have a discussion about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think do what you want. Another thing I was thinking about these horns at the beginning is they, uh, this isn't, this is like just to say, I, I think it also has like big bony bear vibes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, which is cool. That's n- nothing to say of like, but I, I, I like bony bear. I love so. bony bear. I mean, this is, uh, he's often p- talked about in tandem with bony bear and bony bear comes from the same, whatever, uh, Jaguar or whatever. <laughs> I, don't know how to, label? I don't know how to pronounce yeah. is the it label. It's not, it's not, it's Jabber. not, no, I, never know how to say I don't it. know how to say the label. Yeah. It's hard for me. I think it's hard for everybody. I think it's intentionally <laughs> strange. So so I guess that's that's a long setup to this song. And I want to go through it just to give people a chance to listen along and hear it afresh and maybe hear some of the lyrics in this sort of new wonky context. Yeah, like I think this is Bambi a fun little twist. And Jesus and Superman context. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, here's one qu- other quick little thing. because Because he spelled color in this strange, potentially old English, French. I don't know exactly. That's not how we spell color. We. Yeah. I I don't even know if that is totally the European way. It's a very odd spelling to the point where I got really in my head about it. Yeah. Because I was like, okay, is it a fancy spelling or is he really doing something unique there like he did with gray? I'm looking at um, when I type in Ghana in that color spelling, it Mm. pops up that way. Oh, goodness. 
Because on one thing, it's uh, it feels like color you are, but it's probably just a different spelling of color. <laughs> but I just thought this would be fun heading into the song, heading into the track to look at the etymology of color. Ooh, so okay. early 13th century uh, skin color and complexion. So adds another layer to this. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, that, that often, I mean, he's talking sort of about makeup and stuff here too. So I have no idea. I mean, uh, from Anglo-French color, color, and that's spelled C-O-U-L-O-U-R. Oh, wait, this spelling is different than what I was even thinking. It's okay. a different, yeah. So I don't know if this spelling of this song is in any other place. Yeah, I, I think you're right. So honestly, there's something going on there and nobody is talking about it. <laughs> nobody right. has any answers. Right. And it's like, if you look in the YouTube comments for something like this and everybody's like, great track. And I'm like, it is a great track. Everybody's like, this is my favorite track to no, get creative to. to this is magical. This is dazzling. Love this album. But I'm like, is anybody please have an answer to why color is spelled this way? Um, but that's why I was looking up the etymology to color. I mean, I guess it's similar to like, if you look at like gray, it's like this really strange, like. But I mean, if you think of also, 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 and, 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 either, or Jack, Jill, Jill, Jack, it's like this, there's a, there's a strange little sentence in here. It seems like color you are. Yeah. But R is spelled O-U-R. Interesting. You know, so am I coloring you and is it coloring us? Ooh. We are color, Ooh. our color. You Ooh. know, it's like, it's just like all sorts of strange things you can all play with. All kinds there. of thoughts. <laughs> all, all types of thoughts that are <laughs> just nonsensical, but they are I like thoughts. them. I like them. I'm like, okay, okay. Let me I know we're taking this. stabs in the dark here, but I'll just keep reading a few of these things. From old Latin, colos, originally a covering. So uh, akin to colare, to hide or conceal. So these are just interesting things to play with going into it. Um, so the way he's saying some of these things, um, why don't you wear some color? It'll bring out your eyes. Like are all these things also trying to conceal, you know, it's another thing to think about to cover, conceal, save old English words for color were hue for sense evolution compares Sanskrit, Sanskrit von Ra covering or color, which was related to covers and also see chroma, (laughs) Um, meaning hue or tint, a visible color, the color of something. So yeah, I'm just looking at some of the, trying to think of like why I was really just trying to feel like, why was it spelled this way in reference to musical tone, which I thought was maybe applicable 1590s color scheme is from 1860 color coded. Um, yeah, this is interesting. There's really nothing on the internet about it. Yeah. Oh, you're wanting to find it. Yeah, but there's nothing there. There's nothing to be found. <laughs> yeah, so you guys go search for yourself. I don't know. Maybe, I, I mean, if we were having a real conversation with an audience or something, I would love to get, put it in the chat, put it in the comments. I'm mean, having our Zoom meetings. Put in your chat what you think this <laughs> word this means, mean. everybody. But uh, so let's just go through it. We have the Why horns. don't you wear some color? <laughs> the exact opposite vibe. Oh, why don't you wear some color? I can't sing. Take out Moses' voice. Some really annoying (laughs) guy just comes in with a top hat. Why don't you wear some color? And bring out your eyes. (laughs) People are so annoyed right now. They're like, I'm done with this one. I'm done with this one. No, don't leave. 
because it is so opposite. Like this is, I think so far because of the intensity of the opening part of the album, this is where Moses starts to get into some of his more classical, beautiful singing. It sounds so beautiful. No, this song is beautiful yeah. and gentle. And, and at the end of the day, you can get into the lyrics and the words and the deeper meanings. It's just good music. It just right. sounds right. so great. It hits as certain people that we don't like to talk about anymore. It hits the back walls of your heart. <laughs> we don't like to talk about. I'm not even going to mention their names. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> My um, um, okay. Wait, question. Yeah. I don't know if this is getting into your territory. Do you, who do you think Moses is singing to? Oh, well, I mean, that's, that's, that's not my territory. That's, I'd ask you the same question. So I, my thesis is himself. Same. Okay. That's my thoughts. There too. you go. <laughs> that's, that's my thinking. That's the way I interpret it. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if it's this resurrection, it's coming back. Oh. He's getting back in touch. I mean, if you're using the mace analogies, it is sort of this like, okay, well you're back to earth. You're here. You might as well like the best of it. And you know, it's like, I have to have this conversation. Well, and I think it's interesting because Moses is like pretty much known for wearing all black always mm -hmm. like known for that. Mm -hmm. And in the next song, there's a lot of in also, also and, and, and in the video, there's a lot of like color cinematography in the videotape energy. Right. And the color in this is blue and there's references to blue hues. And, yeah. And like earth tones, earth tones. It's mostly like a hazy blue. It's like a blue sheen over the whole video. Yeah. yeah. But I will say, I you know, he, we've, we've obviously done this on our Instagram and there's some, so much more to come. It's even though he, he is known for wearing black, a lot of his photo shoots are like bursting with color. Truth. So truth. There, so I, I, there is definitely something going on with color in general. Well, let's just go through it. Let's yes, just go through sorry. paragraph by paragraph. <laughs> um, why don't you wear some color? I'm talking to himself. Why don't you wear some color? Mm -hmm. uh, it'd bring out your eyes. You'd say you'd never bother because you'd be telling lies. So what do you think of that <laughs> so far? <laughs> I don't think go, this, don't go to the next part. We're going to go. I think it's an interesting, it's, it's, this seems as, I feel like it's a relatable internal dialogue you would have with yourself. Like this feeling of like, why don't you do this? You say you'd never bother because you'd be telling lies. Like there's something that feels very like classic internal monologue mm -hmm. of like this back and forth feeling of like, come on, you should do this or, ah, but is it you, you know, like this, yeah. that, that kind of tension yeah, feeling totally. that happens inside of us, whether it's something like, you know, I feel like that's what he's getting at here. That sounds right to me. Because uh, you'd be telling lies, meaning you wouldn't be authentic. I think. Yeah. I think that that's that's yeah. my that's what my kind of first take would be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I totally agree. And um, I mean, the only other it's I think it's again just interesting to reference just in case. But there is a famous song about Johnny Cash wearing only black, and it's all about why he wears black. It's to essentially mourn the fallen nature of the world, basically, and how bad things are. And he was known as the man in black, you know, and I don't know if Moses is wearing black to mourn things or if it's just cool or if it's just the style he's chosen, but it is, does seem like an internal dialogue. He's like, no, we committed to wearing black. Right. Man. Right. It's like, you know? this is, this is the look, but I mean, put it through this filter of this thing that's happening. Cause, uh, what if, what, uh, I don't know, because he does still wear black, but what right. if, what if in this new phase of the album, he is saying there was an ideal version of myself that lifted off in space, but now I'm back. And mm -hmm. well, 
let me try that. That's the ideal version. Only black. Yeah. Like, uh, sort of separate from others and yeah. mysterious. And, and he obviously still is that, but, um, so, well, I'll play, I'll play that clip right now. What do you have some color? It bring out your eyes. You say you never bothered. Cause you'd be telling lies. Okay. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> I, I, I'm noticing as I'm editing these that I, I don't give myself that thing. That, like, we're back. So we, we, I just have to kind of insert it randomly, which is people are probably fine with that. But why don't you try some earth tones since you claim you want to die? The color of compost might make you feel revived. So, again, resurrection. Garden. No, death, for sure. Now tombs. that you've mentioned it, I'm like, oh, it's right yeah. there. But I, again, I, I'm like, again, I feel like this is continuing this inner dialogue of like, I, this seems like I have this internal voice that would do something like teasing, like you claim you want to die. Like this, this back and forth energy of like these, I I don't know how to, I don't know how to say it, but there's something so familiar about this dialogue with himself. Yeah. It feels very like kind of mocking yourself. Like, yeah, exactly. And like the way we talk to ourselves, like, I feel like we're our own, we're the harshest within ourselves. And there is something here that's like sarcastic and harsh. Yeah. That feels intimate and knowing that I feel like is almost like only with yourself. Would you speak this way? Yeah, I I totally agree. That's I'm vibing with that. And I think, it just messes up with, with what he said in a lot of interviews that he has a sort of obsession with death and right. wants to think and write about death. And, um, <laughs> I don't know. I think he was at some sort of pitchfork music festival or something. And he does a song and he's like, this song's about death, you know, and everybody <laughs> starts cheering. He goes, yay death. And I was like, <laughs> singing. I'm like, that's a funny moment. Um, but yeah, so why don't you try some earth tones since you claim you want to die? The color of compost make might make you feel revived. Mm-hmm. Um, which is like this kind of like, it's this gross thing, mm-hmm. but also like reviving. Right. It's like a very interesting turning of the soil. Yeah. And I guess I do think of, I mean, there are lots of colors being mentioned here, uh, but that does make me think of like dirt, brown, earthy tones. Mm-hmm. So here's that clip. Why don't you try some earth tones since you claim you want to die? color of compost might make you feel revived. Okay. We have two little stanzas left here. Uh, well, I think it looked great on you. Go on, show yourself. Again, this does sound like an inner dialogue. Yeah. There's nothing to be scared of. Do it for your health. Mm-hmm. Which is like, think back to cut me. Mm-hmm. Like there's something that feels like a tension of like, oh, you clean when you die. There's this cut me like masochistic kisses energy push and pull and here it's like why don't you do some things for yourself yeah like almost like mental health do it for your mental health exactly like do it for your health you can do it yeah go on and show yourself i mean it does seem like this is moses going through the process of whatever he is now like Mm -hmm. i mean obviously there's a lot of showing himself and again that's what i'm so challenged by because it's it's something that us as observers really, I, I don't know if the word take for granted is, but like if, if we were to do what Moses does, it takes a outrageous amount of courage. 
Right. Oh, like we my can gosh. say, oh, isn't that cool? I know. We're like inspired and also kind of terrified by. I would. By I would never do it. I, w- I would never do what he does. Yeah. I would want to. Right. Uh, but if this is the inner dialogue of the conversation that happens for someone that in, in order to get there to, to where you would do that, you know, it's not just get your body in shape and take pictures. A lot of people do that, but it's, it's the fashion, it's the attitude, it's the creativity, it's the it's novelty. The, it's the kind of gumption. Yeah. 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 And it's the, it's the idea that not very many people else are, are doing it and you might be misunderstood, which he is, which is probably why he doesn't want to make another album. <laughs> um, but at the same time, I'm sure he feels very free. Yeah. You know, there's nothing to be scared of, you know? Um, so here's that. Well, I think it looked great on you. Go and show yourself. There's nothing to be scared of. Okay, and then I think this next part is probably maybe the most pertinent to the album. Say I want to change you. Uh, that was never true. So, again, inner, it, we're going with the inner dialogue. It could right. have other things. Right. <laughs> I mean, this could be God talking to Moses. It could be a friend talking to Moses. It could be Moses talking to a friend. Moses could be giving advice to a friend. But we're doing... I feel uh, we like both on agree first listen, it's like... I was like, is Moses talking to someone? And then mm-hmm. pretty quickly listening more and more, I'm like, this seems... It, it has that intimacy that really... It's hard to explain, but there's an intimacy one, one has with themselves. Especially if you think of this album as being an album created in isolation. Yeah. Like this feels like an isolated song. Yeah. You're just out in nature thinking about what mm-hmm. you're becoming. Mm-hmm. And, and I can just imagine this next thing. Have you said the next line? No. Okay. Do you want to say it? I'll say, look up at the gray hues. They could all be shades of blue. And I just imagine, I, I have these kinds of thoughts in my head all the time. <laughs> like, look around. You could, you you and Moses could change spirits. your perspective. Like you could look at them and you could see the blue coming through. You could, you can, shift that thinking yeah. it's possible like there there is something very close knit about that way of like it could go either or yeah. you know those yeah. feelings say i want to change that was never true And, and so, so one thing that he said about this album that I love this description, and I think this is the clearest reference point to sort of this mission statement is that he wanted to take a mundane color like gray and infuse it with color. Right. So that's it right there. Right. Look up at the gray. They could, there could be shades of blue. Right. It's really interesting thinking of, I was talking to the kid I knew today and he was like, black isn't a color. White isn't a color. Gray isn't a color. Brown is a color. And I was like, what makes something a color? Right. And it was really interesting because I'm like, gray is a color, right? Gray is a color. I thought I, that gray was a color. 
And I think it technically is. I don't know. I think think black and white technically aren't. Right. But I'm like, where's gray then? You know, it was this really interesting thing. I'm like, but gray is a color. But we can change these definitions too. Exactly. I can say, I think gray is a color. (laughs) I can think black's a color. And people are like, scientifically, if you understand the definition of color, I'm like, well, I'm the whole point of this album is like, if you're infusing gray with color, what does that even mean? Exactly. Exactly. Which is this fascinating thing of like, yeah, gray is kind of like a merg color, Mm -hmm. but this is, robust. I'm glad he made it gray and not brown. I don't know. For some reason, I don't vibe as hard with that. Yeah, Do you I ever mean, listen to that Manu Moses Somni Brown? Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I mean, it's a, it's a magical thought, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a paradox right. infusing gray with color. But to say, to say that once these boxes and binaries and labels and all that are sort of merged and broken and blurred, that it just becomes a very boring color called gray. It's like, no, no, actually that's where all this magic happens. Right. Um, kind of cool. So, uh, yeah, I think this is, it, it, it does. I like to go with this thing of your song or your track or whatever is going to, is the, is the tifting point, <laughs> but this is, this is doing something as well. To me, no, it's like really a is. light. I think the more we deep dive it, the more I'm like, dang, yeah, look at this. <laughs> Maybe it's like an appetizer yeah. or something of like it, 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 or, you know, a palate cleanser. That's what I'm going to call it right now. Ooh, I think ooh. it's a palate cleanser. You just do it's a fresh spring morning. Yeah. It's just like a little sorbet that comes out. And now yeah. we go into also, 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 and, and, and. Um, we've talked a lot about this, so I think we can just end it there, everybody. I don't need to do any final closing thoughts. That was a lot to say about a song and this. Perfect, beautiful. Thanks for listening. Chef's kiss. To my TED Talk. (laughs) This is all TED Talks. Speaking of (laughs) TED Talks. What? (laughs) (laughs) What? We're going to take a break, but, uh, <laughs> I can insert a TED talk in the break. <laughs> what? No. I was like, well, I could, I was considering showing a TED talk for part of mine, but I'm not going to, but you it's, could. I could, I'm like, maybe should I, now that we've spoken of TED this talks, is the behind the scenes dialogue. Uh, okay, okay. Everybody, we're going to we'll take a break. Back. And while we're breaking, we're going to talk about whether or not we should play a TED talk. Right now. everybody we are back we are back um so i feel like i hyped the song up a lot in the intro and now i'm like okay i hope i do i hope it's okay let's see i've already talked a lot about it but (laughs) this song also favorite song also also and 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 favorite song currently am i wearing a hoodie that is a hoodie i made with this song how could I word this more strangely? <laughs> I'm it's a picture from the video yep. on a black hoodie mm-hmm. of Moses's face with the words. I can also, 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 and, 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 and. So this song is, as we have discussed, one of the interlude tracks, I guess one would say. These mm-hmm. lowercase tracks where it's not Moses Semney's voice that's on there, but it's actually clips of other people. Um, this song is mostly Taye Selassie, yeah. who we have 
I've talked quite a bit about because she's been sampled in two other really formative lowercase tracks, including Insula and Boxes. And so Taya Selassie, just as a refresher for folks, is a writer, speaker, thinker, essentially. Um, who Intellectual. Intellectual. Public yeah, intellectual. Honestly, good way of describing mm. it. Who is... Has I think this is important, and I think this is where I'm like, gosh, I, I'm like, maybe I should have grabbed this clip. But I'll read this piece um, from this article um, from Stereogum. But Selassie does a lot of work around this sense of, like, identity work. And she always talks about this idea of being multi-local and this sense of not this like being someone who is like she there's this work that she writes about like I'm not multinational I'm I'm multi-local like I'm local to many places and she kind of has this view that is not um in a way like not binary not like separated by like oh these are your identities and these are what they are but rather it feels like very all-encompassing and very like uh her her perspective it's it's very inclusive of sorts of your experience, I guess is the best way to put it, and very human to your experience as opposed to kind of trying to pick apart, oh, this person, let's put all these labels on them so I can sparse and understand them. Yeah. But rather it's almost like she in her writing seems to be taking this idea of looking at a person and, and seeing this person as within a web of yeah. relationships and that includes places and people and cultures and things. And it's not like, Oh, you sparse it down, but rather it's like, Oh, what, what, where is this person touched? Yeah. What's touching this person? But it's not like categories for which that define that person. Yeah. And it's like taking away that question. Where are you from? Right. And exactly. She says like, where are you local? Where are you local to? Yeah. Exactly. Where do and people know you? Where do you know the grocery store And she's like, I've stopped down in New York city for a night and I'm local to the convenience store that I stopped at mm-hmm. where I met this person. I'm local to the hotel I stayed at because mm-hmm. I had interaction with that place. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll read this quick uh, article. So actually I feel like I'm jumping ahead. This song is in my opinion, why I think this is the thesis statement of this album. I'll say this, this album is gray and begins with this thought of isolation. Moses goes off to this isolated place and it kind of goes back to that. It feels like it kind of feels like towards the end, it's like we're back in those themes of isolation. And this is kind of right in the middle. This is track nine, track 10, which is right in the middle. Mm -hmm. And this album is one that's like, here I go into the gray. I'm going off into this place of grayness of unknowingness. I'm going off alone. And yet also we've talked about this throughout the album in this place of isolation is also where there's significant collaboration. Right. And the gray seems to represent this sense of not black, not white, not gray. It's not one or the other. It's actually both. And Mm -hmm. it's this multiplicity, Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. I think becomes at least for me, when I, if someone were to say like, what's the top theme of this album, I would say multiplicity. Yeah. Yeah. And the multifaceted nature of things. And this is the song that is unapologetically naming multiplicity and kind of putting that word in our, in our, 
in our focal point. We did a whole episode on multiplicity. We did. We've done. Have we done two episodes on multiplicity? Ooh, maybe we well, uh, the Brian episode was sort of another episode. Exactly. On exactly. We've yeah. done two episodes. Yeah. And I think I'll just say this for myself: like someone I'm studying, I'm doing a lot of work around like psychoanalytic thinking and studying uh, psychoanalysis, and also like. So I've been doing a lot of work around this idea of we are multiple in terms of our internal worlds and our objects and who we behold. So it's very interesting and fun to think about. There's, it's like the multiplicity is multipliable. <laughs> it, there's, there's an, there's an infinite the multiplicity way, is multipliable. It feels like there's such an infinite way to like understand one's multiplicity. Like you can see your multiplicity in like take any piece of your identity and then think about it through a lens of multiplicity and all of a sudden becomes multifaceted. Yeah. 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 Um, did you have thoughts? Oh, I mean, I just think it's a little bit like a kaleidoscope, but I think what you're saying is, well, at least what's coming up for me is, is your multiple. So talk about other people that reside inside of you or the other within we're talking about different facets of your personality, everybody. Exactly. And then those characters are also multiple. Right. You know, the people that reside inside of you. And, and maybe like one of the things that she says in this track is it's an exhausting exercise trying to explain it. And that's, it might be even exhausting for ourselves. Like thinking about all the multiple selves and, you know, maybe that's created some minor, like, I don't know, crises for both of us sometimes. Like, who am I? The multiple self. Not just minor. Right. And it's like, (laughs) you know, I'm like, even explaining it to yourself is a little bit exhausting. Like, just embrace it. Just embrace that there's more to you. There's more that can emerge. You don't need to, like, yell at yourself like an angry coach to make the selves emerge and shame yourself to showing more of yourself. But, like, just gently hold that there's more. There's always going to be more to who we are. But, But you know that. That's intimate. Right. Trying to explain it to someone is exhausting. <laughs> right. Right. It is. It is completely exhausting. Um, okay. I'm going to read this quote here from Stereo Gum because I just think this track is, it's mostly Selassie. And so I think that that's significant mm-hmm. to really take a moment to, to talk about her. Um, this says, over the years, Selassie had spoken thoughtfully about rejecting labels and categorizations. She was born in London to parents from Ghana and Nigeria. She was raised in the Boston suburb of Brooklyn. She now, or Brookline, she now considers herself local to Accra, Berlin, New York, and Rome. In 2014, TED Talk, that was what I was referencing, she responded to years of being described as multinational by questioning whether it was right to think of nations as constant, immutable entities. Nike is multinational. I'm a human being. I'm not multinational. I'm not a national at all. How could I come from a nation? How could a human being come from a concept? Yeah, that's so good. It's so true. It's like, thanks for saying that. (laughs) Right. Um, It's easy to see why Sumney, who split his childhood between California and Ghana, was attracted to Selassie as a creative partner. Over the course of several attention-grabbing EPs and one spectacular full-length, Sumney has established a singular creative identity. His music does not belong to any one lineage, instead hybridizing a vast spectrum of influences in ways that pointedly defy categorizations. Attempts to peg him as a chamber folk balladeer or an artsy soul singer or an indie iconoclast or whatever else inevitably miss the mark. 
Sumney moves across cultural spheres with the grace portrayed by the unease that often creeps into his lyrics. His songs don't settle into familiar shapes or patterns. He sings in a scratchy falsetto that seems to fray at the edges, depending on which way he bends it. It can give you glimpses of Tom York or Usher, Nina Simone, or Justin Vernon. He stands alone. Who? I know. The Moses stands alone. <laughs> the Moses stands alone. <laughs> so I, I think I'll just reads the words of this. Yeah. And also this is, this is, you're right. It's also produced by FKJ. There it is. Which I'm like, wow, FKJ is now <laughs> synchronicity is all aligning. Um, I've always thought about like what I will say, cause there's a, there's a interview where it seems that Moses may do this with certain interviewers where he says, I don't know. Some days I'm described as this. Some days I'm described as that today I'm described. And he goes like this kind of gestures to the interviewer, like, what, what do you, you describe? describe? And I would yet? say, I'm like, what would I say? I want to say experimental R&B folk rock. <laughs> That's what I would That's say very quickly. Say right yeah. now. That is so <laughs> funny. I could be, uh, wrong. Um, I could be wrong. <laughs> I would um, say in the moment. I want to have, a, I want to have an answer ready. If you heard that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's undefinable. It's true. You can't define this music. You stand alone. <laughs> <laughs> There's no one like you. <laughs> um, Okay. So the words of this are, I, okay, I'll just say this. I think that this is why this song grabs me so much is because it's so powerful. Yeah. Well, it really speaks to your spirit. It really speaks to you. It does. It really does. I mean, I'll I'll tell you, if I just listened to this album by myself going through this song track, whatever it is, would hit me. Everything hits me. Everything impacts me. But Nowhere near the way it impacts you. Like this, this really does something. No, this does. And I think it probably does something for a lot of people. Right. But I think this is obviously very significant that you're the one talking about it. Right. No, I think, I think this gave me so much. I, I'll say personally for me, like this gave me a lot of confidence to continue down the path I was going. Mm-hmm. Like, like I said, I literally used this to write an entire thesis about what a human being flourishing is. And the premise was being multiple and insisting on their right to be multiple and maintaining that. I love it. Like this song gave me the little like push and lift of like, yes, keep going, keep owning this part of yourself. Trust it mm. of sorts. Um, okay. So we have <laughs> these sounds, which <laughs> we'll insert, <laughs> which almost owls, reminds me yeah, of the, yeah. uh, the Joanna Newsomel. Um, I wanted, I want to do this thing. If we, everybody, I think there is a 15 to 20% chance that we could interview Moses Sumney. Yeah. It's Moses low, but it's possible. He, it says that he has seen our He's Instagram. He's seen message. our Instagram request but, um, I, I would want to try to do this drink champs thing that they do with their, their guests where towards the end, it's a game where they have them choose certain artists and it's, it's a, like a drinking game. So if it's like, if you can't choose, you have to take a shot. Oh my goodness. So to be like very quickly, be like, okay, Moses, who do you like better? Like you have to choose. Like I'd say Bjork or Joanna Newsom choose, you know, Oh, take a shot. You know, <laughs> no, I wouldn't be able to choose, <laughs> but I do know that he loves Joanna Newsom. I'm sure no. he loves Bjork. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I feel like they're both big people in his ethers. Yeah. Um, he gets like, I think obviously Moses gets mentioned with many artists. Bjork is one of the top artists he gets mentioned with. It makes total sense. Yeah. They both are very like 
doing their own, like creating something. Yeah. I mean, I imagine Moses on that path where it's like mm-hmm. 20 years from now, who is he in 20 no, years? I know. I know. And both of them are so extravagant with things like, you know, Bjork with all her masks and her fashion right. and things like that. I mean, imagine no, no one Bjork album sounds the same. There's no right. like, you're, you're like, how do you define Bjork? It's like, can't, can't simply can't new ones coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, back to Moses. <laughs> <laughs> so these are the words from Tyus Selassie. I insist upon my right to be multiple. I insist upon my right to be multiple. Even more so, I sit, insist upon the recognition of my multiplicity. Bam. Just right there. I'm like, oh. I insist. That's yes. powerful. I insist on my right to be multiple. And then even more so, I insist upon the recognition of my multiplicity. Dang. I'm like, thank yes. the Lord. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Like if there's something about that that's like. We should insist on more things. Yeah. You know, I insist upon this. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get a little tiny. This is the only other person besides Taya Selassie in this is Ezra Miller is the voice. Oh, that coming is, back. I didn't know. Yeah. All things encompassed in all one. All things encompassed in one. <laughs> Like this, I mean, okay, I'm sorry that this is on my mind of like, I wrote this paper and I used this song and I was writing about this paradox of things being multiple and one at the same time. And I think that that's so beautiful to have that voice kind of come in here and be like, it is the multiple and it's all one. And it's this, the paradox, it's the grayness. It's the, it's the, it's the also, also, and, and, and of it all. Um, and then. I I really do insist. <laughs> I, I really do. I, I really do insist <laughs> that others recognize my inherent multiplicity, which I'm like, yes, double down. <laughs> like it's doubling down. What I no longer do is take pains to explain it or defend it. That is an exhausting, repetitive, and draining project. I, I really do insist that others recognize my inherent multiplicity. What I no longer do is take pains to explain it or defend it. That is an exhausting, exhausting repetitive, repetitive, draining project to constantly explain and defend one's multiplicity. Ay, 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 ay. I mean, what do you want to say about that? Well, I think that this is like particularly. Uh, oh. Okay. <laughs> I feel like there is layers to this that I'm like, yes, like I relate to this. And I think, okay, I'll just say this too for me. Like I, I feel like, um, I don't know if I want to go there. Okay. I'm going to take slide on back, (laughs) slide on back. I'll probably leave that in there because I won't see. That's fine. Pause. That's fine. It's, I just don't want to go too personal. Okay. But I feel like there is something really intriguing about the ways in which I guess I'm going to use this word locatedness because it's the best way to describe Tyus Lossie and 
Moses Sumney both, I, I imagine know and get the sense, you know, coming from different countries, being people of color, being in this, like this multifaceted world, there's so much exhaustive draining efforts to explain oneself. Right. Right. And I think we can all relate to that, but I feel like there is something very, I don't, for lack of a better word, beautiful about this, like this previous article was saying this, like it makes so much sense that these two people would find each other and, and kind of share in this, this thesis of sorts. There's a crazy thing like five or six or seven years ago where she interviewed him for, the only the only place you can ever find a link is a reference to a Facebook article where she interviews Moses when he's kind of coming out. Oh, coming really? Age. Yeah, I've looked so hard for these things. You, you can't. It's not there anymore. It's like the it's like the Google search. It says Facebook Thais Elasi interviews Moses Sumney. You click on it, and it's like the opening to it. It says it's Thais Elasi. Like I had an interview. I had a chance to interview this new up and coming artist. He's amazing. Whoa, I love whoa. him. And then it's like no interview. Dang, you can't find it. Dang. Cause I've like looked so yeah. hard for these two in a room together. Yeah. It yeah. does not happen. Um, yeah. but I, I, <laughs> thoughts about that, but I think that there's something, I mean this, the way that this comes into, it's like, it's again, this is very strong and clear mm-hmm. and it's, so it's like that is an exhausting and exhausting is repeated. Repetitive and repetitive is repeated. Draining project. Draining project. To constantly explain and defend one's multiplicity. And then this is where I think it's like, yes. So I've reached a point where I am aware of my inherent multiplicity. It's like, yep, yes. You have. I know. I know this wisdom. I am aware. And anyone wishing to meaningfully engage with me, in my me or my work must be too. And then I feel like it's written in genius as must be too, T O O, but I think it's must be too, T W O. Oh. That's the way I like to must interpret it. Must be too, yeah. Yeah, like must be multiple. Hmm, interesting. I think I like to think of both. Um, yeah. And I think that that's like, I mean, I also love this. Like, if you're not going to, if you are not going to interact with me in an awareness of my multiplicity and seeing that, like, I'm not going to be able to be with you. I'm not right. going to be able to meaningfully engage with you. Like, I find there's so much strength in that truth right there. Like, I, I want to own that in my life. And anyone wishing to meaningfully engage with me or my work must be too. Yeah, I mean, it just reminds me of, you know, everybody that if you've listened along and I guess if you're new because you're listening about Moses, but we host a virtual online youth group for queer kids, essentially. And because of that, I'm I'm always in the DMs of our Instagram dealing with bigoted people who are doing this. They're trying to get you to explain why it's valid to do these things and to live this way or to be who you are. Right. And it is exhausting. And I'm not Taisalasi. I'm not, I will engage with a lot of people, but they don't really listen. Right. And they're trying to get you to explain yourself through their filter. They're trying to make, they're trying to make you make sense to them. Right. Right. Like I I can't, if I'm sorry, you know, it's just like, it's just not going to make sense to you. And that's fine. You can only go so far. You know, yeah. if someone's not going to be seeing this as a part of you. Yeah. Yeah. But it is exhausting. I mean, I guess I will say I do get exhausted. It's exhausting because 
you do explain yourself. You do explain the biblical arguments and the rationale and it yeah. never works. No, I don't think I've ever succeeded in no. sitting and explaining to someone and they, they'll bait me. I mean, there's a person on there that's a, I'm, there's a message waiting for me. They, they act very polite. I just want to know I'm a Christian. I just want to see your perspective. Love what you do. I love everybody, but just give me your biblical take. And I'm like, oh gosh, oh, I'm like, here we okay, go. here's my biblical take. And they're like, actually you're a demon and you're going to hell and you're doing terrible work. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh no, I should have never responded to you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think for me, I find this to be just really empowering of like, yeah. Like I found this to be so helpful mm-hmm. in terms of like being, I guess I'll say this is what I wasn't going to say, but like I, being in certain like, big environments, like institutional environments. Mm. And I feel like I came into my school that I'm at with this kind of attitude of like, I somehow need to convince people of who I am Mm -hmm. and need to like show them who I am and like explain and be a certain demeanor. So that way people take me a certain way and like, don't make up wrong assumptions. And I think that this, by the time this came being at the institution I was at was like, wait a second. I'm aware that's like, that's all I really need. It's like, I'm aware of this. The people that I really care about that meaningfully engage with me. It's like, if you're going to, at this point in this like school environment, it kind of was helpful for me to be like, I know. And those who meaningfully engage with those parts of me are welcome. But if you're not going to do that, I'm also not going to give you more than what I want to give you. Yeah. And that was very helpful for me. Um, so love that. I'm glad love you shared. That, that. <laughs> um, and then the outro is I can also, 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 and, 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 and it's like cuts off, <laughs> which I also just think is such uh, I love it. It's like, I love this expansive energy. I can also, 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 and, and, and yeah, I can also, 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 and, 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 and what else? And, 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 and like, it just goes on well, anymore. Yep. Yep. Also, also and also, I can and also, and this, and I think that's the thing is some people are like, where does it end? And it's like, yeah, unfortunately it doesn't. it doesn't. I mean, Slippery it's kind of terrifying that it doesn't, but it's also beautiful that it doesn't. Right. It's like, we're so beautifully complex. Well, I'm older. I'm 42. I was talking to somebody about this today. It's like, I'm older than Moses mm-hmm. and it is, it is somebody. It's, I think there's this myth and as it speaks to somebody like me that, you start to become more comfortable in your own skin. And that might be true. Yeah. There's a certain settling that happens, but also you change so much. Like you you are changed by your age and your environment and the circumstances of the world. Really? You know, I'm like, I'm impacted by Donald Trump and the insurrection and climate change. And I'm impacted by Moses and my kids and people like, so new things start to emerge. I'm a different person around my teenagers than I was around my toddlers. Right. Right. Like, I mean, I think you've mentioned this of like, there's something to mourn of like the Scott with the four year old, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm multiple. I mean, I mean, there, 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 there are multiple selves that I will get to know as I age, you know? Yeah. Continue to emerge. Yeah. Um, okay. I want to play this clip of, of a song that I got this reference. Someone put this on YouTube in the comment and I was like, Oh yeah. And I know Moses and Solange are really good friends. Yeah. They were like, this reminds me of the interlude. Can I hold the mic? Ooh, dang. By Here we go. So I'll play this. Uh, can I hold the mic? Don't hold Please, the mic. Can I hold the mic? You can't. 
I would like to say that. Okay. I would like to say that. I can't be a singular expression of myself. There's too many parts, too many spaces, too many manifestations, too many lines, too many curves, too many ways, too many journeys, too many mountains, too many rivers, too many. That's yeah, it. that's awesome. That's it. Similar. But it's like right there. It's just there's there's the second you the second you try and have someone be one thing yeah. or nail someone down to even just a couple of things. It's yeah. like, nope, there's, there's simply always going to be too much. Yeah. Yeah. Simply always. <laughs> um, okay. I'm going to read, I have two more quotes to read that Great. are just from articles. Um, this one's from that Playboy article, which is a really good just article. Keep coming back. The gift that keeps on. <laughs> it giving. really, it really <laughs> is. It's, I mean, this, this article is titled Moses, Omni and multiplicity. Um, and I just feel like this is, I, I like the way they worded this. And I especially like one of this last this sentences, um, for all his talk of isolation and individuality, somebody finds himself making a case, a characteristically complex one for community that would explain Gray's cast of contributors. It's an irony that reveals itself. The more you listen without the range of voices, the album would feel less unified. This is the force that pushes Gray beyond a testament to solitude or an exploration of mere duality. Mm. Sumney's world contains as many sides as we need in order to encompass our true selves. Emotionally, romantically, physically, and beyond. In a way, it's a self-effacing move made by an unmissable man. An openness he hints at as he, explain his think- as he explains his thinking behind that patchwork of spoken interludes. I knew I didn't want to talk on the record, he says. I knew I needed a way to tie the songs together because sonically the songs are just so disparate that they need to blend into each other in order for it to feel like a cohesive experience. And then with those interludes, it was like, okay, well, people need to talk. I just like, I don't know. Oh, I, that's good. I like that. That explains a little bit about the interludes. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like it's, it helps to like put them together, but I just love this idea of somebody's world contains as many sides as we need. I'm just like, yes. Yeah. It's like it continuing to say like, if it's there, it's there. Yeah. There's no need to explain it. It's just there. And it's all the different facets. I think this is so true. Emotionally, romantically, physically, like there isn't, there's this sense that if something came up for Moses while mm-hmm. writing this song, it wouldn't be off the table. Right. Like everything is welcome to the table yeah. to be explored if yeah. it emerges. Yeah. And he said that, that, that he was trying to have a lot of constraint on a romanticism. Right. And it's like, if we can do it, we don't necessarily need to do it. Like just because we can. And then he said on this album, he said, if we can do it, we should probably do it. Right. Like, right. Let's just do it all. Let's just do it all. Yeah. Exactly. And there's something very grandiose. And some people, I think, I think there's some people that critique this album for it being so, so much widespread. Yeah. But I'm like, that's the, al- that's the point. Yeah. You know, you know it's, it's really interesting. Cause I, I was, wa- I'm still watching a lot. I mean, it's one of my favorite things to watch end of the year top lists yeah. from reviewers. And I, I've mentioned this already in this podcast in the last few weeks, but I, I feel bad for reviewers sometimes because it does seem that they're reviewing so much mm-hmm. and I don't know how one of them would have enough time. Cause honestly, I guess I would just say, I think this album takes six months, right? You no, know, this album takes a long time. It takes a lifetime. Really? I mean, I'll probably listen to this three years from now and be like, Oh, but I have been listening to this album for over a year now and I, it's becoming way more intimate doing the deep dive. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to it today. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like I'm so much more familiar with the album now, even though I was already familiar with it. Right. And I don't know how a reviewer who's talking about 
Cause, cause I have seen some reviewers be like, not every, not every track is amazing. And I'm like, they're talking about Gagarin, I bet. (laughs) But, uh, you know, once you get into it, you, I'm like, wait, wait, but this is like, that's like, even like color. I'm like, I don't know if colors are top. And the second we started playing it, really got, got hyper-focusing. I was like, wait, it's so good though. Yeah. (gasps) Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. Also, also, and, and, and. Also, also, and, 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 and. <laughs> um, okay. I have this last little quote. It's from NBHAP. I don't know what that stands Give the for. credit to the YouTubers. I don't know what this is. This is an article. Oh, okay. Um, that was a YouTube commenter. <laughs> no. Uh, so this is another prominent theme on Gray is the quest for being not just one-sided, but multifaceted. On also, 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 and, 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 a spoken word piece featuring both Milner and Selassie, she explains, so I've reached a point where I'm aware of my inherent multiplicity and anyone wishing to meaningfully engage with me or my work must be too. This quote seems to serve as the turning point of Semney's work. I asked him for his personal approach to multiplicity. It's just the idea that I'm not, I'm not into just one thing. I can't be defined in one simple way. Most people are multifaceted and have different interests or influences. Not recognizing all the different aspects of someone is oppressive and demolishes them into a meme or a basic category. That's the thing I hate. Ooh. Ha, ha, ha. There's laughs. Oh, <laughs> yeah, there's this uh, Kanye song, and it, I think it's Pusha T at the beginning. It's, they say the, the chorus is, that's that shit I don't like. <laughs> it's like the, that's just what they say over, and they just keep listing things they don't like. That's that right. shit I don't like. Right, and I think like. that's, that's even just thinking about this idea of like people try and pin down what's Moses' category, and he's like, nope. Nope 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 nope, 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 nope. And this song feels like a middle finger to that yeah. whole thing. Like, sorry, no, nope. I insist on my right to be multiple. Keep, keep trying. Yeah. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> Running away. Um, but also it's like this double-edged sword of like, and when you, when you don't see someone as their, for their multiple selves, like that's oppressive. It's oppressive mm. to who they are. It's oppressive to their, their being, their emerging self, their creative self, their holistic sense of self. Well, yeah, it just gets me thinking of all the stuff we were talking about earlier. I mean, talking about like the things that we do, whether it's youth ministry or preschool or childcare or play therapy or therapy in general, therapy in general, you know, you've got to make space for people's inherent multiplicity. No, I mean, literally on Monday it was like one part of me was there and then instantly it was like someone else has arrived. A different mace has entered the room. We got (laughs) to say hello to that mean mace right there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, okay. We see you. It seems humane. Right. It's almost right. inhumane to try to. Exactly. No, it, no, it feels exactly. It feels yeah. inhumane. Um, okay. I mean, that's the song. I, I, it's, it's, this song just feels like almost it's, it very much speaks for itself. In my opinion, it's very clear. I yeah. think that's something that this one kind of cuts through things. It's yeah. like, this is what this is about. Yeah. Like I insist upon this. I insist. And I think that that continues throughout the rest of this album. Like, this insistion, insistion. <laughs> I think you just made up a word. Um, insistion. <laughs> and the next song that follows us is Neither Nor, which yeah. I think is like, we'll get into it next week, but like a great follow up for something like this. Yeah. Also, also, and, and, and Neither Nor. It's yeah. like, it's the expansiveness and it's like a no. Like, no to your categories, no to anything you think. It's always Neither Nor. It's always more. Yeah. And, and this is a very firm statement. And then, and then I think what's great about, art and all that is, is the rest is really beautiful. Right. It's like this right. is cutting through the crap and then also beauty. Right. You know? No, exactly. Exactly. This oh. kind of like, that's why I feel like this is thesis statement energy. It's like, 
And I mean, not that everything, not that the other stuff is fluff as in like fluff, but it's like, this is kind of like, boom. Yeah. You're hit with it. Yeah. Ted talk thesis. Okay, everybody. We hope. <laughs> Do you have any other thoughts nope, on this? Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> um, we hope that you enjoyed this. I'm excited for us to get to our next little, our next little ditty next week. Yeah. I mean, honestly, everybody, uh, if, you, if you're interested, go back and actually check out our episodes on multiplicity. Right. No, I think that would be actually a really great plug of like, we've talked, we've talked a lot about multiplicity on the podcast. I think we talk about it in a pretty sophisticated way. All things considered, all things uh, you know, considered. That's what I mean, like we, we have a lot of light conversations and this is light. I, we, we do treat our, all of our conversations lightly, but I, I think we provide some pretty substantive content. If you wanted to hear sort of about, you know, th- this is an actual concept. Yes. You know? Yeah. So, it's interesting to think about. Yeah. And we had, we had a guest who was sort of trained in psychoanalysis and then an actual licensed therapist come and talk about it. Yeah. So both of those, it's the last cool episode that we actually did before, before we started. No, Moses. I know it felt, and we showed, we played, we played also, also yeah. in and for him that night. Yeah. We were like, look at what we're about to do. Yeah. <laughs> I have a painting on my wall that I'm like, I know the entire thing I was listening to also, also in and on repeat binaries, the whole time. You heal you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, bye. <laughs> Everybody, we'll be back next week. Hope you have a good week. Also, 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 also and, 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 and if you wanted to, we really would love you to review this podcast. Yeah, if you're new and listening and Because we don't have any review. reviews about the Moses stuff. And so it'd be super cool if anyone wrote any kind of review about that. That would be awesome. It'd be really cool if it was a good review. Um, yeah, it'd be really great <laughs> if it was five stars. Um, also, feel free to check us out. We have a Patreon. You can join our Discord. Check you out our website. You can talk to other people. LessCertainMoreCurious.com. We are a real deal podcast. We are out here. We're out here. We're trying to make this... We're, we're, we really care about this. We do. We and do. we put a lot of work and effort into it. So if you want to support us, if you want to say, holla, this is cool. I support this. Um, go check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash no small thing. Um, all right, we'll catch you next week.
Thank <laughs> you.